to the Racing Jason podcast, episode number two. Jason Carter, along with Stephen Cullen. Hello, hello. Make sure you give us a follow on Facebook at Racing with Jason Podcast. Also, give me a follow on Twitter at Jason Carter03. You can also follow Steve at SMAC500. He won't talk much racing, but he does talk a lot of other stuff on there. I, I post occasionally about racing, yes. <laughs> You'll do the retweet. Yeah, yeah, I'm good at the retweet on the racing stuff, yeah. With the eyes, I can check this out. <laughs> right. Fire. Yeah. And then our website is live now, so um, yeah, check can, out the website. You can check out gestaltproduction.com. Uh, we have all the videos posted from Arizona Speedway uh, that we've shot here the last month or so on there. And then uh, you also check out uh, racingwithjason.com. It'll just take you right to the podcast page under the Gestalt production page. And you also check out our other podcast, the main event podcast.com. So we're the one stop shop over there at gestaltproduction.com. And you do not need to download anything to listen to the uh, podcast on the website. So for those of you that complained about having to download stuff, you don't have to anymore. And we are also on iTunes. Did this one get up on iTunes yet? I haven't looked at the email lately. It might be up there. It might not be. I haven't really checked. (laughs) I didn't look either. But yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. So um, I, I, to be honest with you, I haven't looked either. So, uh, but yeah, no, it's exciting things going on here for the Racing with Jason podcast. Uh, moving forward with uh, all that, I know the summertime's here, so racing's kind of slowing down, but uh, we got some good things coming our way on this uh, podcast. Yeah, even though we are going to be going dark there for about a month and a half, we will get some uh, some guests on the show, so don't you just listen to me and Steve <laughs> mind-numbing about randomness going on. Steve asked me weird questions that most most of you probably know. In the world. I uh, do want to uh, make mention of my condolences out to the Johnson family for uh, obviously the loss of Jason Johnson this past weekend at uh, Beaver Dam up in uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. It was um, definitely tragic to see one of your, uh, you know, one of the good guys in the sport, you know, lose their life. I mean, it's sad to see anybody lose their life, but then, you know, somebody who you've met and talked to, you know, it's, uh, I feel like over the years, you know, it's kind of been one of those downward slopes. I mean, me, you know, just meeting and uh, kind of working a little bit with Brian Clausen uh, throughout the years when I was helping out, you know, Martin a lot of times with his PR stuff. And then, you know, with Jason Johnson, obviously Doug had the connection with him and sponsored his car yep. uh, a few times. So uh, definitely praying for everybody uh, with the World of Outlaws groups as well as uh, Bobby Johnson and the uh, little boy. So heart thoughts and prayers and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's never a good thing. Uh, you know, they get in the car, strap in, and hope for the best. And, uh, you know, in terms of the actual crash, it didn't look too bad at all. Um, you know, tell, tell you guys, kind of like we kind of slowed it down and looked at it that first night and everything to see. And, uh, you know, I always hope for the best, and you definitely don't want to see any of this. But, uh, unfortunately, it's part of what uh, we deal with here in the racing world. Yep, and what we also deal with in the racing world is some badass racing when you change a oval track into a road course. Especially when nobody knows what's going on. It was exciting. <laughs> yeah, I, I had no idea. I was around, I was asking. I, I get to the track and I'm looking, and I see his barrels lined up around Arizona Speedway. And then, you know, Bruce comes out there with uh, Mike Nance, who uh, ran Saturday night, and he's all like, yeah, so I think they want us to go here, and they want us to go here, and then I'm like, well, what's this little lane for? Why, why are we going here? So and I'm like, there's jumps, there's bumps, like <laughs> yeah, there's jumps, bumps, twists, and turns. I believe we had about eight. It was a pretty much an eight turn layout. About yeah, is what we had. But if you did the Joker lap, I guess you you know added one big turn around the circle. bus, a one big circle. So I don't know if that counted like a. 
turned 10 and 11 coming off of there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 yeah, I never I, count the, the Joker I, lap turns. I could tell you as I was filming. He's coming kept, off turn 11 when the other guy's coming off turn 3. You kept saying, like, oh, my gosh, this is happening at turn 5 and 6. And I was like, where's turn 5 and 6? Like, I got to try to figure it out. Like, you know, it gets all got all confusing. But Well, uh, I, I wrote a map out up in the booth, so I, like, I would know, all right, turn 5, turn yeah. 6, turn 7, turn 8. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you guys watched it. I'm not going to, like, toot my own horn or anything. But I thought the video turned out. I was just trying to watch the exciting, you know, who was – Hitting barrels, <laughs> who was Steve you know, getting some air? Uh, you know, it. You know, they got pretty spread out, which we expected, and the wide range kind of was out there. But I tried to get the exciting parts of what was going on. Uh, there was some excitement. I mean, the, you know. Brigner passing there, uh, airborne to pass there off, off the jumps. There. It looked a lot cooler in person. It did. It, the video, unfortunately, didn't does show not, how high he got. Does not there. do justice. I don't know. In person, I was just like, oh, my God, like he just passed him. I mean, it, it was awesome just seeing, uh, you know, because a couple of the guys obviously came over from the, uh, you know, used to run their uh, figure eight cars like Chris McCurdy. Yeah. Junior, he's, you know, tears it up in figure eights. So you could tell, like, he was kind of going balls to the wall and qualifying in the heat race. Like, he had that thing just hanging out there. Yeah. I was like you're not going to beat him and then you know our, our guys they, they figured out i mean brian knox got it figured out he you know was able to pass mccurdy then he went out and then brigner i mean he had to fight hard <laughs> like five laps to go i mean he was a good you know 30 car links back yeah well that's what was actually exciting about it was from qualifying which all of this is on the jason was uh, racing with Jason um, Facebook page so you guys can log in and check it out um, from qualifying the drivers were just awful you know and then to heats they got a little bit better so it was neat watching them figure it out and some of the drivers uh, started off bad and then got better and then some of the drivers started off good and got worse <laughs> so it was interesting watching the progression as the night went on to who did what and Brigner was a perfect example of that where you know he wasn't stellar a lot of the night and then he just turned it on the last four or five laps there to come back yeah so that was uh awesome to see larry Bergner. congratulations to you the inaugural autocross winner out at arizona Speedway. we also uh give a big shout to uh, gary dewitt who uh won the uh the carts we had the carts out there kind of a little sideshow but they've actually put on a hell of a show it's uh fun seeing the carts race on the the oval little mini oval track it you know that was i was actually surprised at how excited i was to watch that even watch even watching it back before we posted it up on the on the sites and everything um they're pretty fun to watch just because they're small, they're fast. Their 20, 20 lap main went really quick. Right. You know, and they're really fast on it. And it was a lot of fun to watch, actually. And it's not something that I would go out like on a Sunday and watch, but just the fact they were there and it was exciting to watch it. I enjoyed it a yeah, lot. Yeah, I guess I got the phone call from Jonah last Wednesday and they ended up bringing 18 cars, which I mean. Yeah. Pretty exciting yeah. stuff. He said there. there's 80-something people in their group. Yeah, I think what he said, like 84, 86, yeah, something like so that, inside their group. I was like, wow. Can you imagine those heat heat 42? <laughs> <laughs> now we're on the F main. All <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So both, we had da- we had a dash uh, for both groups, the cards and the autocross on Saturday night. When that's, that was fun to see because we don't see that too often out here anymore. Yeah, so, I mean, you got to make it, you know. What you got, you know, got to try to make it, you know, it's two class shows, got to make, you know, a little bit extra yeah. exciting. We were kind of debating how many cars would be there and how fast the show would go. But I think, you know, the show, what, we started at 8, we were done by, what, 10.20 uh, so? About 10.30 or so. Yeah, yeah. so I think we are done, you know, pretty quick. There was uh, no cautions, you know, one car didn't even get off the finish yeah, line. Yeah, uh, it was actually Mike Nance's car. Yeah. He didn't get off the uh, start. He only had the uh, the rolling start from the back stretch yeah. to bring him to the checkered flag all the way around. And so he, he just sat there the whole race and cars had to go around him. So there's no yellows. In the middle of the race, there's some actually... Uh, 
a few cars that like were kind of bumping him, like try, trying to move him out of the way. I think the joke is, is he he had the most damage of all the cars, and he didn't even start. <laughs> it's just people running into him. And well, if you if you saw his car beforehand, it was yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> flat Stanley over there. Yeah, so no, it was it was actually one of the most exciting uh, you know things to watch. The cars just going at ovals, and you get good stuff from time to time when they do that. But just watching these guys try to figure out the course was pretty exciting. So next time they do autocross, then definitely fence. The fans that were there loved it. Oh like, yeah, you know, I could hear them. I had my headphones in, listening I, to everything. And I don't think uh, I've ever heard like a crowd like get that loud. Yeah, for like the amount of people that that were there, that crowd was actually pretty vocal. Like when yeah. the passes were happening, when guys were running yeah. over barrels and almost crashing into the poles, like they got pretty pretty yeah, if amped. Get, if you get a chance, look at these videos and watch them. Uh, you know. Um, who was uh, running over the cones at the beginning, hit every cone in turn one, and then actually ran one over. Yeah, Steve Sabowski ran yeah. one over, ended up like going airborne over a barrel. So. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, afterwards it was funny. I wish I got a picture of it. They were picking the barrels up on the cart. There was like two or three that were just compacted, shrunk, you know, and they are just tossed on top because they got hit so many times. <laughs> so I'm definitely looking forward to seeing if we can maybe squeeze that one back into the schedule sometime along yeah dark, dark you know some of the drivers i know you're gonna talk about this later but some of the drivers you know didn't want to go out there and destroy their cars because they have a points race this week so it's almost like you have to find a point in the schedule where they have a big enough break afterwards right. that you know a lot more guys will come out but yeah i think even then the drivers were really positive about it at least the drivers that i talked to were really positive about it and look forward to it i think it was just something different for them all and uh, out there and like i said the fans were just it wasn't a huge crowd you know first event on a hot june night um but the crowd was all into it and you know it, it a lot of them, I noticed when the carts went to go, a lot of people got up, and that's when they went and got their drinks and their food or whatnot. But even the ones that stayed there or whatnot for the carts even enjoyed the carts, watching the carts go around. So I think it was just something different for race fans. And it made me want to get a car to go do an autocross one time. And I think that was awesome. I tell you, man, we got to get something to do that, that bomber enduro. Yeah, like... Uh, Maybe we could do an autocross enduro on a... <laughs> On the, the first, so we'll do like you know, our, we'll do like the pure stock, you know, main or whatever, yeah. and then instead of the enduro, we'll just be like, all right, now we're gonna take a break to uh, get the track ready for autocross, yeah. and then just have them do autocross enduro. I mean, we we had cars getting like serious air for cars that aren't made to go airborne. Um, you know, one oh, guy, one guy really jump what? and had to run out. Because was it the dash where McCurdy yeah. got mad air and then he just took it off the track? Yeah. Like, yeah, something broke, yeah, something broke. <laughs> he had to go out there and look, you know, and stare at it and see what broke on. I mean, they're not set up for that. So now you know the next time maybe you throw something else on there to help it with those jumps and, and things like that. So, um, but the Joker lap, you know. Could have been better, I guess. I don't know. I think it was too tight of a turn for a lot of those guys. Yeah. So they had to go through it slower for the most part. Um, but, you know, so yeah, make it a little wider of a turn next time, I think, would allow guys to get around it a little Well, closer. the thought process was they would do the Joker lap and the guys doing the regular lap. When they, like, came back on the track, yeah, they yeah, would yeah. kind of cause a little calamity right there but the joker lap i think was just too quick it happened a couple times but uh, the guys that figured out the joker lap got ahead of everybody you know got a bigger lead and the guys that struggled with it everybody came back to them there's a couple bottlenecks right there which did get a little exciting the guys were slamming on their brakes in the dirt which you never know when you're going to stop so on that so but yeah so that that was an exciting saturday night actually it's one of the ones that i've really enjoyed for the longest time so 
Yeah, so that was good stuff. Also, elsewhere around the uh, Arizona, uh, the Valley of the Sun, uh, Central Arizona Speedway ran. Tyler Meckel, the uh, winner in the modified main event there. Mark Harrison took home Sport Mod trophy. Nelson Morrow won the Pure Stock main event. Steve Moriarty in the victory lane in his mod light. And then uh, Zach Tate won the Bomber. So congratulations to all those winners. And uh, Canyon ran down in Peoria. Zach Madrid. The winner of the Santan Ford Desert Sprint Car Series main event, Jay Foster won the IMCA Modified Race. Chase Owls won his Sport Mod main, and then Michael Wisson on the Hobby Stock main. Yeah, that we said, Michael Wisson. Say it, yes. yes. <laughs> Shoot us the text if we said if we said it wrong. So, um, I was talking to you about this, looking at the. Obviously, we didn't watch these races, but. Um, it's interesting watching how they finished um, in heat and then where they finish on the main, for especially for guys like the hobby stocks, uh, where there's eight cars that ran. You know, a lot of the guys flipped, so they finished first, like uh, Joe Peterson finished first in his heat, you know, in his heat lap. Then he finished seventh in the main. So I, I just think that's fascinating. That I was like, hey, I wonder how that race went. <laughs> All right, we need some video down there. Anyways, <laughs> this week coming up uh, around the valley at uh, Canyon, they're gonna be back in action. We've got late models this weekend, along with modified sport mods, stock cars, and mod lights. We are back at Arizona Speedway for our last race of the summer with the ASCS Wing Sprint Car Summer Explosion. Gonna have some fireworks that night coming up on the 30th of June. And uh, again, on this one, the adult tickets are fifteen dollars. Seniors and are twelve dollars. Kids eleven and under are free. Uh, adult pick passes are thirty-five. Kids seven to twelve pit passes are fifteen. Oh, let me change that. Actually, that's July twenty-eighth. That <laughs> canyon's running. Oh, oh. Yeah, so it looks back. like they are entering their their dark time now. <laughs> So they're running on Thursday night, Friday night? They ain't running. Oh, they're not that's, running. That's oh, July. Okay. We're, oh, in, July. we're in June. Oh. I, I, I pre-spoke here. <laughs> I was looking. There's got to Don't go to Canyon. Don't yeah. go to Canyon. Yeah, come to Arizona Speedway. We got ASCS, Wing Sprint Cars. Yes. And action along with the IMCA Modifieds, Pure Stocks, and the Bombers. So four divisions. going to be action-packed night. Racing starts at 8 o'clock. So. And fireworks. Lots and lots of fireworks. Yes, lots of fireworks at this summer explosion. Check yes. out ArizonaSpeedway.com. Uh, tickets for adults are $15. Seniors are 12 Kids 11 and under always getting for free. You were kind of rolling r- r- that, weren't you? <laughs> Sorry. I had to make up for my mistake. Yeah, pit, pit, uh, pit gates open at 4.30 and the grandstand gates open at uh, 5.30. So uh, come on out. It, you know, it's speaking for last Saturday. I know it's hot out during the day, but once that sun drops down behind everything, it actually cools down pretty nice out there. I mean, oh, yeah, that's what I love about track, Arizona. So. It feels great, especially yeah. when you're out in like, kind of the desert area yeah. as so, well. You know, racing starts at 8 p.m. You show up at 7.15, 7.20. It is not bad at all out there. Uh, it's a good, enjoyable, cheap night for the family, especially go leading into July 4th weekend. Everybody's going to get ready to take off uh, after this race on Saturday. To Some people going out of town for the whole week. And be a good start to the July 4th week. Come on out. Yeah, definitely will be. A little bit of a news uh, coming across the wire already today. Uh, getting ready for uh, next year's uh, Wild West shootout. It's uh, going to be at Arizona Speedway. The, uh, you know, get nine, six races in nine days. The Kaiser Manufacturing Quarter Million Dollar Challenge is once again on the table for the nice. entrance. And uh, so with that is actually based on the amount of visits that you make to Victory Lane, if you win all six races, $250,000 coming your way. If you win five races, you get $100,000. 
25,000 for four wins, 10,000 for three wins, which you could actually now have two of those. Yeah, so you can have, you know, some guy come in three races to start and the other guy come in three races to end it or, you know, vice versa intertwined. So we could have, you know, potentially two, two K winners. And then, uh, the Shaw trucking final will pay uh, $14,000 to win and hundred or $10,000 to start. Get those words in November. That is in January of next oh, year. January, sorry, backwards, yeah. Kicks off the season there with the yeah. Wild West shootout. So definitely uh, going to be exciting to uh, see. So thank you, uh, Kaiser Manufacturing, stepping on up once again. Yeah, no kidding. That'll be exciting to watch um, out there and whatnot. So um, for the local crowd, and we get a lot of guys out of California guys come out for that a lot. A lot of guys. Yeah. California. Yeah. Anyway, it's, anyway it's, it's everybody comes out for that. So yeah. we had a good car count last, uh, last year for snow. it. Exactly. Get you out of the snow, get down here, and, uh, you know, we think, oh, yeah, it's going to be so warm, and then, like, we're all freezing, but everybody else who, like, comes <laughs> from up north are in shorts, you know, <laughs> ready to have a barbecue. We're like, man, what the heck? It's yeah, cold. There, there was somebody from, I think, Alaska this year, and he's, like, in shorts, and we're all bundled. I remember I was all bundled up and, like, shivering, like, what's that chocolate? And he's just <laughs> loving life because it's, you know. 40 degrees outside. <laughs> like, Short, oh, yeah. Shorts and flip-flops. Yeah. Let's go. Let's get on the grill. Different perspective, <laughs> for sure, on that. So, But no, also, big news came out today as well. The uh, They have announced the format for the uh, Dirt Race at IMS. Yeah, they announced it today. I thought it was supposed to be last week, so it timed it perfectly right before we came to record this. And it's exciting. I like, to, I like the name of it. Yes, the... BC 39. The race to save lives, BC yes. 39. Uh, it's going to have a 39 lap main event, uh, I believe both nights. And they're going to do, if it's funny, like I read the actual yeah, like September, post. September 5 and 6, yeah. I read the actual like post for it, you know, and it was like talking about, you know, the NASCAR and IndyCar crowd. They're used to seeing, you know, qualifying take shape and then do this and whatnot. And <laughs> I read the actual title for like the NASCAR race, the Brickyard, you know, what was once the Brickyard 400 is the Big Machine Vodka 400 at the Brickyard powered by Florida Georgia Line. I was like, what the heck is that? What was that last part? Powered by Florida Georgia Line. <laughs> I just lost all interest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is not how we roll. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, quite the name. I'm just going to stick with the Brickyard 400. Yeah, I'm just going to still call it what, what I call it. <laughs> you know, it's like the Sears Tower. You still call it the Sears Tower, even though that's not the name of it anymore. So, uh, But yeah, so... Um, September 5th and 6th, they're going to be running in the Driven to Save Lives BC39, uh, which is going to be awesome. Obviously, you know, race, you know, for, I guess, kind of like what the first Brian Clausen type memorial race we've had i believe well, like, um, i think there was uh, one or two smaller ones uh, I, I, i'm just gonna throw a try i think like a kokomo or something or one of his tracks in indiana that he liked they did a couple but this is the first one where you know it's like this i mean there's a fifteen thousand dollar winner's purse there's over seventy thousand dollars in person incentives on this um so it's definitely they're definitely stepping up and this is the biggest uh, the largest um event they're throwing there for major racing and they're already expecting a lot of cars i mean they have like you know the g main here is going to be 10 laps all the way up to the e main the d main is going to be 12 c main will be 15 the mm-hmm. uh, b main is going to be 20 laps and then uh the 39 lap main event will have 22 starters plus two usac provisional starters if needed with uh, two ims options so you could be looking at what 26 cars yeah. starting the main event so 
definitely yeah. going to be exciting. You know, and that that amount of money is going to bring uh, NASCAR guys to show up to race in it. I'm sure, depending on their contracts, but I believe most of them can. You know? Yeah, most of them are pretty good with the midgets. So I mean, you know, Larson he already said this past week yeah, he, he wants to be out there. We'll see if Stenhouse gets out there. You know, Casey Kane. I mean, so you're going to get all the you know quote unquote professional midget guys that run the tracks. You know, year round. All the guys that were at Midget Week last week in Indiana or two weeks ago, you're going to get some of the NASCAR guys since they're there anyway. They're going to be there to run it. Uh, so you're going to get some good drivers out there, and it's going to be some excitement. I mean, like I said last week um, when we talked about it, when they kind of announced what they were doing before they announced this, was uh, the thing that's exciting about it is is you're going to draw the NASCAR crowd into that, and then you're also going to drag the dirt Midget guys into the NASCAR side, which can only help, even if it just helps the Xfinity, you know, races on Saturday night, uh, the extra night, um, any of that stuff's just going to help the racing community as a whole. So these fans start intertwining and, and, you know, doing different things. Yep. It's definitely going to be awesome to see. Can't wait for it. Uh, and we have to look at the schedule. Maybe make a yeah, trip out the schedule there. And maybe make the trip out there for the, uh, the Brickyard weekend. And, and the nice thing about it is tickets are 35 to $50. So it's not any more expensive than going to just a regular, you know, uh, midget, uh, you know, whatever. Cool. No idea what you're trying to say. <laughs> a regular midget racetrack there, you know, for like midget week and things like that, you know. So it's not, it's not like they're gouging you for tickets to get into this or anything like that. So, yeah. Yep. It's definitely going to be an exciting event. Speaking of NASCAR, they uh, were kind of uh, some weird scheduling this week. Uh, Xfinity Series was off. The Truck Series ran, though, at Gateway out in St. Louis. Justin Haley scored his first win in the uh, truck series awesome to see saw justin haley run second uh, a few years ago at chicagoland to uh, kyle bush which a lot of people got upset because haley needed the win to go into the playoffs <laughs> but oh well and then uh the cup guys were out here in the uh sonoma wine country over here on the west coast uh-huh. and martin truex was the winner there he did a, a pass to get the win <laughs> I mean, he really won that thing on pit road. I know they they psyched him out pretty good. Are you a Sonoma fan? <laughs> I do. Like, I, I, I like the road courses a lot. Lately, I mean, this road course race was pretty much a dud. Yeah, but nothing. Exciting most of them happened. are pretty exciting. Uh, as Matt Weaver says, we only had one natural caution. That was for AJ Allmendinger. Uh, he just cannot figure out Sonoma, but oh well. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, that was early he, on. He always put too, so much right. pressure on himself to win that Sonoma, and then he like well, he's from up there, right? Thirty. I don't know if he's from up there or not. Up there. I, I don't keep why. up with AJ Allmendinger stats or I facts. <laughs> well, I watch. But it's race, one of the races so. that he's good at because he's a road course guy. So it's yeah. one of those where he puts pressure on himself to win because he knows. When's that or Watkins Glen, he's in the playoffs where he can go get knocked out in the first round. But, well, it goes back to what I was saying about the autocross is it's a different race, you know. And even then, listening to the announcers, you know, they have to explain why they run up on the curb, you know, uh, for traction and, and stuff like that. So they were explaining all that stuff. So it was really neat, neat to see on there. And then uh, the races switched to from Fox to NBC this week, right? That's right. Dale Jr. making his big debut yes. in the booth um, out at Chicagoland this week. Uh, gosh, man. So I did some stuff in Chicagoland last year, you know, help those guys out. Um, and they were able to, you know, give me some tickets or whatever for some family members. I get the phone call yesterday. Oh, you're going to do you're gonna do this like, right they're coming. The race is coming up on Sunday. I get yeah. the phone call yesterday. All right, man, thank you give me some tickets. I was like, <laughs> really, dude? Like, so I'm having to hit my buddies, like, figure out what's going on. Like, gosh, you guys are killing me. Like, give me some notice, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
Well, if they're like me, they don't think about it. Because even now, I'm like, I know we talked about, like, hey, we should look at going, but we have another commitment on Saturday night, obviously here in town. But I was like, man, we should go out there for that, you know? Um, but even now, I'm like, oh, we can, we can, you know, take a red-eye flight Saturday night, <laughs> land in the morning and drive to Juliet, Juliet and watch the race on Sunday, so. I did, um, that, that, that did come across my mind. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at at know, one point. You know, it's a nice track. I enjoy watching it. I've never been there to see a NASCAR race, but um, especially just coming off of Sonoma, they're going to have to go back to their other ways and, you know, to get back out there. It'll be kind of, I'm sure it'll be interesting to watch. This is the first time Chicagoland's been, you know, back in July since, uh, for a few years now, it's, you know, been starting off the uh, the playoffs, the playoffs for NASCAR, yeah. so. They switched them in Vegas. It'll be interesting to see how it goes. It sounds like they're going to have some pretty high temperatures this week, mm-hmm. so I do feel sorry for everybody in the grandstands. Sun's just going to beat down. They're going to be out there, but they are going to keep it, you know, a four-day show. So they the ARCA race on Thursday night, the truck race Friday night. Then the Xfinity and Cup guys running. Well, that's what's exciting is the you know the truck guys just moved from St. Louis up to Chicago. So yeah, so they're all they're still there already up there. Or, you know, down there. I know Jordan Anderson was down in Kenny Wallace's shop. Yeah, and the Xfinity guys obviously had an off week, so now they're just ready to go, ready to go out there. And uh, so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see on there. And um, you know who who do you got favorite for this one? Uh, Truex. I mean, he's won the last two races out there. He's been. It's either going to be him or Kyle Busch. If Kyle Busch limits his mistakes, he's guilt. He's going in there. Everything I was reading earlier about it was watch out for Daniel Suarez. Like this, his his tracks like set up for him. They're saying. Um, so they're saying, don't be surprised if he's up there in the lead and what in everything. So um, that's why I was curious what you thought of that. Just based on previous history, I like Kyle Busch and I like Martin Truex. And also Kevin Harvick, because mile and a half tracks, Kevin Harvick, he's pretty much been the man this year. Well, so. that, that's the thing. He's what, got how many victories on those long tracks? So many. Yeah. So many. I want to say five, six, Yeah, I think four. it was five wins this year. Yeah. Five or six, yeah. Yeah, those long tracks, it's just a totally different driver to get out there for those long tracks, which just fascinates me because you think a long track would be easier to drive than a short track. And a lot of guys struggle on the long tracks. Is that material? Is that car, though? Is that I mean, car's not it's good? car. You don't have the speed that like a Kyle Busch has. Exactly. I, I mean, it comes in the car and driver as well. So. Yeah, I mean, we've yep. all seen that. Where you'll get those one guys that like su- they like surprise the hell out of you, and you're like, wow, that guy's running in like you know top ten. You know, some guy running six, like a I don't know. I mean, hate to say, you know, like a Stenhouse running in like, you know, the sixth or seventh spot, like, oh, wow, this has a pretty solid run, you know, and then yeah. all the announcers get all excited, like, oh, this is such a great run for him, and it's like, you know, if he goes back and watches the race, it's like, oh, man, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, got to yeah. feel like so shitty, right? <laughs> well, that's what's funny, like, uh, well, speaking of AJ, last weekend in Sonoma, you know, when he went out of the race, you know, they were interviewing him in the pit, and he's just like, man, it's, I feel so bad, I let my team down, like, he looked like he was, like, ready to, like, hang himself. <laughs> well, well, he did, he did miss a shift, so he did let his team <laughs> yeah. down, so congratulations. <laughs> but it's just, you know, that's, it's just interesting to watch the racers do that stuff, and then there's other racers that just blame their pit crews all the time. I'm talking about Kyle. Well, if it was the pit crew's fault, then yeah, it was the pit crew's fault. But when you miss a shift, it's clearly your fault, right? It doesn't matter. He still would have blamed his pit crew. That's what he does. Oh, whatever, whatever. Nothing's ever his fault. Anyways, got some awards to give out this week. Yes, let's hear. The Bitch Slap Award for episode number two of the Racing with Jason podcast goes out to 
all the drivers who didn't want to show up to wreck their car on Saturday night, and you guys know who you are. Don't need to break it down yeah, one by one. Down. Yeah, there's a lot of them. But if you have so much money invested into your bomber that you don't want to come out for the chance to win $1,000... You need to like figure out your life and your finances, all right? Like, there is no bomber out there that's worth more than a thousand dollars out there on the track. So, so maybe you can explain this to me or whatever. So, and I might be simplifying this. So I apologize if I am. But a bomber, basically, I mean, we saw a guy change his carburetor twice. Guy one, exactly. We saw a guy probably break something pretty bad on a jump and got back out there. What can they possibly break trying to win $1,000 that can't be repaired by Saturday for the next race? That I don't know. That, I, I, that what, what I heard is like they were they were worried all the Canyon guys would show up and you know wreck their stuff. Yeah, but I guess uh, that's But like thing. we didn't even have like, I mean, I guess McCarty, I, I, if he's a Canyon guy, but I mean. Yeah, he led most of the race. Right. And, exactly. Yeah, so he was, a, he was, nobody was touching him. Robert Lynn was out there, but he didn't run near as good as I, I just, thought he would. You know, I can understand, you know, maybe a sprint car or one of the higher end cars are really expensive, you know, not wanting to go out there and get destroyed before a big race. But yeah, it's just like. Could you imagine a sprint car on the autocross track? I think that would be awesome. <laughs> Flipping those turns and everything, right? Probably do a lot of. Get, lot a, mo- of, get a modified race out there or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, so that, that's always kind of just baffled me. But yeah, a lot of guys didn't want to show up. I mean, usually they race for like, you know, what, 200 bucks, yeah. I think. That might be pushing it. I don't know, but yeah, I don't chance to win a chance to win a grand, and you don't bring your car out because your points racing. Like, come on, get hold of yourself. Don't be a bitch. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's not our money. <laughs> no, you know, but I mean, still, thirteen guys showed up. Well, the thing about it too was, you know, there were so many unknowns. I'm not excusing your award here, but there are just so many unknowns. Now that hopefully people will see the videos and hear from other drivers and everything, I think you'll see a lot more. Yeah, so if we can get one out there again, that'd be awesome. And uh, hopefully get bigger, uh, higher car count. I mean, for what we had, I mean, the racing was phenomenal. I don't care. Yeah, I know. All you need is two cars and a racetrack, you know, green flag or checker flag, let them go. And, you know, I've seen some great racing. So, I mean. Yeah, no, there's nothing to hang your head about on this one. You know, going into it, it was like, we don't know what to expect. And I walked away just like, we. this needs to be an every week thing. <laughs> it should be an every week thing. Just like the Racing with Jason podcast, we will be an every week thing. So make sure you check us out next week as well. Make sure you get up on Facebook. Follow us at Racing with Jason podcast. And also uh, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, hit me up on Twitter at, the, at Jason Carter 03. Hit up Steve at SMAC500. Make sure you come out to the track this week week for the ASCS Sprint Cars. Going to be a good show starting 8 o'clock this weekend. And then also check out the uh, GestaltProduction.com for all the videos and whatnot. And Jason's uh, six-pack with Jason episode will be out on Thursday as well. They got a pretty good one again this week. I think we, we have two, right? Well, I was going <laughs> to... Well, I was going to ask you, if you, since we're going dark anyway, do you want to, do we want to shelve one of them and do it later, or do you want to do two this week? So we, we recorded two. Both are going to be pretty good, I think. Um, definitely uh, interesting interviews uh, out there. So we'll, we'll, we'll have at least one out on Thursday. 
If not, we'll have two out. If not, we'll hold one for another week uh, since we're going dark anyway for a couple weeks. Uh, so we might hold one out there anyhow for the other one. But definitely that'll be out on Thursday. So check it out on uh, the website and also on uh, the Facebook page. All right. Hope to see you at the racetrack this weekend. Thanks for listening. God bless you. God bless the troops. And God bless America.